Greetings and salutations. We are back once again, although, uh, it, yeah, I admit it. I'm sorry. I, I can't even make any apologies for this. This is the Angst Cast. I am the Angsty Gaijin, and I'm here as always with the Retail Ravager. The No Pants Kid. That <laughs> is right. And please tell me you're actually wearing pants today, because it's still awfully cold out there. Well, I was just in St. Louis, so I am pantsless, thinking that I'm in those 60-degree temps. Nice. Well, I've been in Austin, Texas recently, too, so um, I've been wearing shorts. But, uh, How was the barbecue? Oh, oh, my God. Heavenly. Heavenly. It has ruined barbecue for me. I, I, I now have to like track this down. I have to figure out a place here in frickin' Minnesota that knows how to do actual barbecue. I, I've never had had more delicious, like, anything in my, well, I shouldn't say anything, but as far as barbecue goes, that was on a completely different level. It was like comparing Sonic Boom with Sonic 2 on the Sega Genesis. I, I, I only have uh, a passing recollection of what that was. Did you sample any of Austin's famed sushi? Because apparently it's famed. I did hear it was famed, and actually we went back and forth on that a lot. We ended up, instead of going for sushi, we went for Thai, which was also out of this world. Oh, I hate you. Like, so, it's funny, because Austin is, like, I thought I was going to be going in down, down into, you know, weird, crazy, Republican, psycho country, and it turned out that it was actually more like San Francisco than any other city I've been to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's, it, 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 like, blew my mind completely. And the only people that had accents were, like, the old guys that were driving us around in Ubers. Oh, so, my God. And they all know how to use their shit, too. It just, it, I, I couldn't believe it. Uh, you know, I had, obviously, bigger things on my mind because I was, uh, I was scared shitless. Um, the story behind this was something that we talked about a little bit on the last cast, which I'll get to, um, the reason why, like, we haven't been gone for as long as I say we've been gone for, I'll get to momentarily, but, um, the reason why I was kind of scared shitless was because I had been, um, chosen to help out with interpretation efforts for the South by Southwest Fighting Invitational. Ooh, yes! So, did you embarrass yourself like you said you would? Uh, I stayed off camera because there were two very fluent people, one of which runs an arcade in Austin, and the oh. other of which, uh, it had trained over there for a year, and they saved my, <laughs> they saved my ass. Um, that said, they, they still got killed on the stream, and if I would have been on the stream, they would have said shit no matter, I mean, they said shit about all the players, they said shit about the casters, like, there's no... There's no way to fix it. So pretty much, um, the one thing it did do, and the one thing I can say in in complete confidence that it it did do this, is it got me very, very excited to uh, continue. I'm very grateful that I've been taking a Japanese class now. Um, In in the last couple of months, I managed to find a, 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 a tutor here, and so things have been going a little bit better. Um, the classes aren't super advanced. Like, I really wish I could still have the one-on-one because they're going through, like, a lot of stuff that's a little too simple. But just speaking it for a few hours a week in addition to, like, looking things over uh, saved my rear more than a few times. And, and I've been given really good feedback about how I was able to help out. So people seem to really appreciate it. And the fact that, I mean, we were at dinner 
right? And the and the guy who won the tournament was actually the Japanese guy who plays for the team that I work for. So it's him, all of the American players, the president of the company who remember this is a company that was bought by Twitch, so they're all bawling. We're at a really nice restaurant and, and, and this poor guy is sitting off in the corner on his phone because he can't talk to anybody. So myself and two other people had just came in because we were tearing down the stage and everything, so that took a little bit. And um, I'd been hanging out with those guys for, for the whole weekend, but I, I said, you know, can I move over here and kind of help Mochi out? Because, And when I sat down next to him, he was like, oh, thank God. Like, I, I, you're the only person I can talk to because I don't speak English. So then it was, like, back and forth, and, and it was great because I was able to do, like, casual interpretation, and uh, it worked out just fine. It's just I, I wouldn't want to be um, doing it for the, uh, the the horrible, horrible people who watch fighting game streams. Yeah, fuck those people. <laughs> Seriously. What the fuck is wrong with them that they have to shit on people that honestly try to entertain them? What the fuck? Uh, I could tell you, they, they they feel like everything that should be done on a stream should be done at a professional level. What they fail to realize is that, more or less, I mean, yes, they pay look, for my ticket down there, but I'm a freaking volunteer. Look, Olivia Munn costs a lot of money, man. Like, <laughs> HBO money. And unless you can put out uh, uh, HBO money, you ain't gonna get no Olivia Munn. Fair enough. That's exactly it, too, is that, like, there are very few people in the community. There are a few, but there are very few who can do, I mean, and even the guy who was up there, the guy who was up there, great guy, goes by the Twitter handle FUBARDUCK, he, uh, he actually lives down in Austin, he owns Arcade UFO, which is one of the few Japanese-style arcades in the States, over by, uh, the college there. Um, this guy uses Japanese, he went over there for a year. But he uses Japanese every day in his job, his his night job, which he works Japanese business hours to do tech support calls with Japanese customers. And I just couldn't like, I mean, that's just surreal just thinking about that. And actually, it's funny because he's not the first one that I've met who actually has done that very job. Actually, there was somebody else, an acquaintance of ours, whose, uh, whose sibling was doing it for, of all places, Apple. Um, so taking calls during Japanese business hours for Japanese customers of Apple to fix their iPods, iPhones, iPads, iMacs, whatever. Um, crazy shit. So the guy, to keep in mind, this guy is ridiculously fluent. And even he, when he got up there, like, you know, I could tell that he was getting some of the stuff. Not, not wrong, but like, it, it took him a little bit, you know, just trying to figure out how to phrase it. For me, it would have taken me probably about three to four times as long as him, but I would have been able to get the communication across just fine. I was kind of testing myself as he was up there to figure out, okay, if, if it were me, how would I ask this, and how would I answer it? Um, yeah, fuck those guys. So, you know, I, I'm guessing I might end up getting tapped again to do that, so if it happens and I'm the only one there, I'm going to end up on the stream. So I Good. have to be, I have to be, you know... Good. Haters okay. gonna hate. I know. Haters hate us because they ain't us. Uh, they hate us because they ain't us. They hate us because they ain't us. They're Damn peanut straight. butter and jealous. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to keep uh, working on my Japanese. The trip's coming up, so I should have my information on my host family here in the next couple of weeks. I'm super psyched about that. Good, good. So that'll be fun. Um, but back on topic. So Video games. This was quite the diversion. Um, the reason why I, I diverted was kind of to, to um, 
reference this sort of event that I was referencing, but to keep in mind, so we actually recorded this episode once before about uh, two and a half weeks ago. Yes. Um, what happened was I was a dumbass. Uh, the no. Skype gods frowned upon me. I was, of no. course, really worried about my situation that I was just talking about there, having to, to go and, and do interpretation. For then nothing. I, for nothing. Fine. For nothing. All right. Thank you. But That's all I um, wanted. Well, yeah, but I also had my butt saved by the fact there were two other... Anyway, okay, so I was freaked out, and so I didn't see the stupid freemium Omoto call recorder pop-up that says, Hey, you're on the free version. I'm going to start a countdown for 30 seconds. If you don't click OK on this within 30 seconds, I will silently cancel your recording. Um, and I didn't hear it. And or see it, and for for that matter, it just silently cut us off halfway through the podcast. Um, and I didn't know about this until I converted it and tried to put it up, and realized, oh wait, it's only twenty minutes long. That's not cool. Um, so maybe we'll have a, um, maybe I'll post it as a as a special extra or something sometime because I actually think it was a good cast. Although this is this is turning out even better, uh, so far. So maybe not. I mean, we'll we'll see how this goes. Uh, we're going to be going through some of the same things. So a lot of news has happened in the game industry recently, though. So I don't feel too bad about it because a lot of it's still relevant, and the stuff that's even newer than that is is going to be stuff people are going to be talking about anyway. So it'll be a little bit longer than normal, but I don't think we lost much. And after all, it's not the size that counts. After all, you all that okay. So. Destiny. Um, Destiny! Yes, we've been misadventuring in Destiny. Uh, we have. We've beaten the campaign. We have. And uh, we feel kind of let down. I, I don't know about you, mm. but uh, yeah, I, I feel like uh, uh, a, a bungee, uh, bungee blew its load early, so to speak, continuing on our little, little innuendo uh, trip here. Can I tell you what the greatest thing about Halo was? Or is is whenever you play Halo, there's so many exciting moments that you can't wait to relive them again and again and again. And the narrative is perfectly clear. Whether you read all of the books, or if you're like me and you're only vaguely aware that the books are something because you happen to use Wikipedia. So I don't know what you're talking about with books. I just know that from the beginning of Destiny, when Tyrion finds my body and wakes me up and I'm running away from all these crazy things... Up until we blow that gigantic metal heart out of the sky, I didn't have a clue what the hell was going on. I have no idea. Like, I, I don't know. It seems like they built this entire world, but they sure as hell didn't tell us anything about it. Well, that's not exactly true. See, they do these things called engrams, which are like little blog entries, which you can Well, unlock. no, no, no. Engrams are those things that, like, you get weapons from, right? That's right. There's, there's another thing. There's another word. I'm forgetting what it is, but you basically, you unlock story bits, and if you go online and you unlock them, you can read them, or you can Google people that have already unlocked it all, who have already copied and pasted it into, you know, wikis and things whoa, like whoa, that. Whoa, 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 wait, you're, you're telling me that in order to understand what the fuck is going on in this AAA game, yes. I have to leave yes. the game yes. and go on the freaking internet 
yes. to go out and look up some damn encyclopedia to figure out what the heck is going on? Well, considering how many gamers did that just to understand the Japanese subs of their favorite anime, uh, yes. Uh, okay, so they've finally done it. Bungie has finally crossed the barrier into severe Japanese territory. Now, this is something you might not be aware of, but uh, Final Fantasy XIII, which I don't think you've played. You don't need to play it. Um, no. Final okay. Fantasy XIII has a prologue. And this prologue is actually what sets up the entire story. of, uh, And so a lot of the shit that's going on in the in the actual game itself uh, is the result of this prologue, which is a few short stories that were written by some famous Japanese authors, what have you, that were le- released in the weeks leading up to the game. Now, of course, these were not translated. So by the time we got the game itself we're in the thick of things lightning shooting shit on a train vanille is dancing around like vanille does and is saying oh you know i i'll i'll uh i'll help you hope and hope is being like i'm an angsty bastard because snow killed my mother and snow is like i'm i'm a bro and i'm awesome and and nobody knows what the fuck is going on um and this continues throughout most of the game uh so yes, apparently you needed to know what the hell was going on previously. And like Destiny, there is a gigantic encyclopedia of sorts, but unlike Destiny, it's in the game itself. So you basically have to go to the special menu in the game to read about all this crap that, that, that happened in the world and what the fuck Lassie, Falsie, Seath, all these crazy weird terms are, um, and kind of understand what's going on. Yes! That's exactly it. I was not expecting this for a dude bro game. I was not expecting it for Destiny. Destiny, I expected to at least sort of know what it was doing, like Halo, right? And don't even get me started on those crazy alien lover sibling things that clearly have evil shit going on, and we have no idea what. And, you know, I I mean, the the guy, right, right as you left, was about, I swear, like a, a, a millisecond away from doing the melodramatic evil laugh. I mean, the grin that they zoomed in on his face with tells you everything you need to know. Unless he's actually thinking about something else. Yes. Um, I I think he's got evil crap going down. Um, We can't do anything about it. We have no idea what it was, what it is, what have you. It's okay. We can buy it soon. It'll be DLC. (laughs) Or Destiny 2. I don't know which. They they seem very preoccupied with with closing exploits as opposed to making the game better. Um, I did buy the season pass, so I will have all the content as it comes out. But I'm still not even good enough to go into Crota, whatever the hell that thing is. And neither are you, for that matter. I'm working on it. I'm playing a lot of Destiny. Are you? I work retail, dude. I have to shoot shit at the end of the day. Uh-huh. I understand. I'm starting to feel your pain. Oh, Lord, am I. Well, if there's anything that makes you want to shoot shit, it's Amiibos. First of all... Yes. Wave 3, which we talked about last time, but we haven't talked about it on here. Um, so, what happened with Wave 3? So, when, when, when the exclusive one... Or exclusive ones came out, and you know the Mega Man, the Sonic. Like, what 
what happened with all that, at least for the first kind of release? Any, any weird shenanigans, anything unusual? So first of all, and I said this last time, it was more impromptu, but it remains true today. Amiibos are ready. Are you ready for this? You know this is coming, oh, but you no. have to act surprised. So Amiibos, right? Yeah. Are Beanie Babies for neckbeards. No, no, no. Oh, yes, God. Yes, oh. yes, It's true. I know you, you, if you search your feelings, you know it to be true. It's the same <laughs> damn thing. Keep them collectible, cuddle them, whatever the fuck, annoy everyone in their mother in their path to get Amiibos. Moms will be dragged out, except these time they're, they're taking them back to their basement and not to their upstairs bedroom. You might be right, and I'll tell you why. There's mm. a Kickstarter. Bro, The God. Kickstarter is for a box that you put your boxed Amiibo in so that it protects the box. If you remember... Is this, the, by, is this babies, by exhibit? If you... Uh, I, I don't know what it is. It was a $4,000 Kickstarter. Hey, look, it's the user action prompt. Yes, continue recording. Thank you very much. Um, So this Kickstarter, $4,000 Kickstarter, uh, for big plastic boxes for your mint Amiibos. Reminds me a lot of the tag guards and Beanie Babies. Yes. It's exactly the same damn thing. And you're complicit in the madness. <laughs> After the smash wave, I'm out. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Until they come out with just limited edition, less than 1% available, the Nintendo NES 30th Anniversary Edition Mario with gray, white, and, uh, and uh, red paint job. They've taken the first step in that regard. So, there was a gold Mario. Um, it was exclusive to Walmart. It sold its pre-orders out in less than 15 minutes online. And then disappeared from store shelves promptly a week ago today when it was released uh, across the U.S. Fortunately, it went down from its early $100 price tag down to about 60 50 to 60 online. Which isn't too bad, but it's still... I mean, don't overpay for that. Like, if you didn't get one, just don't bother. I, I, I actually did. Um, so maybe it's not in my my right to talk, but it's really not that impressive. Um, I'm getting really fatigued on Amiibo, to be honest with you. I have heard that the port strike has had a lot of effect in terms of how stock has gone out, which is why we're seeing these random restocks of things. But even so, I just, I don't know, man. I want to, part of me wants them all, right? Because it's that damn childhood thing about Nintendo and getting Nintendo stuff and having that collection and actually being able to do it now that just, it, it drives me to the next level, right? It drives me to keep trying. And, and... And unfortunately, <sighs> everybody else has the same thought, and everybody who are who is buying them is not the people that the the amiibos are for, which is an interesting point. I kind of want to talk about for a little bit before we get off amiibos. Yes. So they're for children, children that just want joy. Yes, but that's but not no. who's buying them. No, children don't care. Children do not care. They don't buy them. Yes. Well, I shouldn't say they don't buy them. They buy them, and then, like anything, they merely move on. But it's not those people that that are disturbing me. It's the, um, what's the word? 
Oh yes, it's the it's the overaged man children who clearly only leave to go to Best Buy, GameStop, and McDonald's uh, before descending back into their basement to worship Gaben and Shigeru Miyamoto. <laughs> and uh, they basically they come in, and the second you say I don't have amiibos, they're like, "Can you check the back?" Now, out of courtesy, I check the back. There's nothing in the back. You know what happens then? They literally forget you exist with the most, like, they literally are like, well, you're fading from existence now. Okay, thank you. And then you're dead to them. They will not ask you another question. They will just simply float out of the store. They are back onto whatever track mind that they have now. But that plane no longer involves you. You're dead to them. You're from another world. They've, they visited to, on their quest, and now they have boarded their ship, and they are gone, man. Well, aren't you happy that you don't have to deal with them anymore? I guess it could be worse. They could go and try to find the other person. When I worked retail, people always asked me about going into the back, too. And you know I would always do it, but there was never anything back there. No. And, and you know, and after a while, I just Shit went... Shit doesn't sell in the back, I just went to the back... Waited for about a minute and then went back. I, I, I stopped looking after, you know, a month because I knew what was back there. And clearly, I'm sorry, crazy person, your sure. discount Fruit Loops are not in the back. There's a reason why they're, they're all gone in the front, and that's because they were like a, a dollar for a box of cereal or whatever the hell it was in 1999, 2000. Um, so, here's, the, here's the funny thing. It's all in the... If you're good at retail, if you're worthy of being shopped, there's nothing in the back. Ever. Yeah. It's all in the front. Because yep. we sell it. Because that's our job. If yep. we don't sell it, we're Kmart. Which and then, happens to be where I worked retail in 1999, and, and look 2000. What happens. <laughs> and look what happens. Yeah. I know what's in the front. But here, here's the crazy thing, right? Then they'll come up to you like a week later. Completely forgetting that other conversation. Oh, of course. And ask you in the exact same tone. It's like a video game subquest where if you ask this NPC enough, and I'm the NPC, that they will, that if you ask him in the right way, they will give you the potion. Yep. <laughs> it's like, holy shit. Dude, you, you gotta impersonate one of these guys. You're an awesome voice person. Do it. Yes. Yeah. Excuse me. I, Hi, uh, welcome. Welcome. I'm, I, Hey, I, uh, do you have, um, Amiibos? Oh, yes, we do. We do have Amiibos. Well, um, um, I'm looking for Sonic and, uh, Mega Man. And, uh, you might want to write this down, because I don't think you know him. I, his <laughs> name is Marth. Can you write that down? Because I don't think you know who Marth is. Oh, no, God. And I'm like, oh, I know who Marth is. Trust me, sir. Let me go look in the back. Thank you. He's now staring at his phone, probably Reddit, probably PC Master. slash Amiibo is probably what he's looking at. Something like that. Yep. And he's staring at it, he's staring at it. He's wandering back and forth in front of the Skylanders display. Because <laughs> that's, that's all there is. Yep. He's checking behind the, the Princess Peach Amiibos nobody fucking wants. Maybe thinking a Samus or a, or a, or a Fit Trainer ended up behind there. <laughs> then you come back out. And then... And then I'm like, sir, sorry, but we don't have any of those at this time. And then I can start to feel myself fading away back to the future style. Thank you for checking. 
And then that's the last I've ever heard of that person until we have the exact same conversation two weeks later. Do they come in in packs? Like, is it predictable? No, no. Well, sometimes they come in in packs. And there's always the one guy who's really into it and the other guy who just really wants to go to Taco Bell. And that's that's exactly how it goes down. Oh, my God. And and you feel bad. And then there's the guys who come in with their mothers. Oh, no. now, this is awkward for them, too, because they they don't ask themselves. Their mother asks for them. Oh, God, no, no. And, yes, it's true. And these are the same people who laugh at, at people trying to translate Japanese. I'm sure of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh-huh. and that's right. I can dish as good as I get. And uh, he... Uh, the mother will come up to me, and she has already given up on the thought of grandchildren. Oh. She's already given up on the thought of ever having a basement to herself. <laughs> she knows that until one of them is dead, which could be any day now, uh, or murder-suicide, that their two lives are now intertwined. <sighs> and and she, hating life, will ask, Excuse me, do you have any of these characters and she made her son write them down because she's not just gonna she's not just gonna say things like Kirby or We Fit Trainer with a straight face. <laughs> she gave up on that twenty years ago when he was twelve. Oh sure. And and you ask and then she's like, Oh nope, well we have to go and then he finally chimes in because you've officially angered the beast. Can you check in the back? Uh... And then the mother and then the mother looks over and then this is probably, by the way, the only argument I've ever had for pro-smoking uh, would be to deny myself that lifestyle for any days shorter than I could be. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um... It's, uh... It's, it's you, you a sad life. some feelings about Amiibos. Um, it's, 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 it's... Honestly, it's, it brings out the worst in gamers. What the hell is going on out there? The 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 fact of the matter is, is that it's just the worst in gamers, and that's it's the worst part of our subculture, uh, other than you know the doctors and things like that. But there's just this gaming. I honestly believe the biggest problem in gaming, it's it, it it's not and it's not it's not sexism. It's not anti-sexism. It's not the spammers, it's not even anonymous or anything like that. It's honestly the fact that a large subset of our population of gamers is really fucking creepy and they don't know how to deal with it. That's a problem. I wouldn't call it the biggest one. There's a a lot of things and I could go on for a long time being kind of more involved now in all the different aspects of of the industry and, and talking to as many people as I have and Lisa talking to as many people as she has. Um, it's, it's, it's not that simple, but even so that said, that is a problem. Um, it, it tends to affect certain, certain demographics more than others. Uh, <laughs> those who grew up with Nintendo, um, I and I say Nintendo. this as being one, right? I, I say this as, as having a fully, uh, fully right now, full set of Amiibo of Smash Brothers plus Gold Mario and three Pokemon, and a Majora, and a whole bunch of other stuff on my desk. So I'm not saying this from a position of what I believe looking above that. Um, but I, I, I say it 
because I think people this is it's it's tough, right? Because games are supposed to be escapism, right? And one of the few places that it still is escapism as opposed to just being a straight up power fantasy is through Nintendo. And it's not just Nintendo, of course it's not just Nintendo, but it's definitely a big part of that. Listen, the only one who understands me is my waifu. And her name is Sailor Moon. Huh. <laughs> wow, that's... Oh, God. Let's... Oh, man. I, I think it gets even worse than that. You start getting into the Moe Moe stuff. I mean, Sailor Moon is not even as bad as what some of this is going. But I, I see your point. I completely see your point. Um, and, and with these amiibos, and, and even with these, these people, right... We, we've had another problem happen, right? Because this amiibo craze, as it were, it woke a sleeping giant. Yes. The eye of Scalperon has turned its cash-craving gaze on the goods of our childhood. And they are more than willing, these guys are more than willing to sit online, buy up everything, and exploit the hell out of the group of people we were just talking about. And making it next to impossible for anybody normal to pick anything up. There was a very good podcast uh, called Smart Video Game Fan uh, recently. Uh, I've, been, I've been listening to it for about six months to a year now. Uh, the two guys running it, one guy's a huge wrestling fan, the other guy's an editor at, at EGM. I believe he's, he's now um, senior editor there. No, I think he's actually exec- yeah, executive editor, so he's the guy in charge. It doesn't really matter. Uh, the point is they had a they had a cast on Amiibo and they were talking about kind of these these things and it was right before the Super Bowl. So the joke was, you know, one of them had received a, a coupon in their email box saying, "Make sure to pre-order your pizza from Pizza Hut to make sure that you're not disappointed on Super Bowl Sunday." And both of them were like, "Seriously, what the fuck?" Like now now it's gotten to the point where you have to pre-order a pizza. What's next? Sausage being exclusive to Domino's and pepperoni being exclusive to Pizza Hut. And, oh, if you want spicy sausage, that's Papa John's. Um, and how when you go into a store, right, when you go into a GameStop, when you go into an electronics retailer, you go into yes. Walmart, um, basically all that's there is the leftover junk that no one wants. If you want anything remotely decent, remotely special, remotely unique, um, you ha- you have to pay through the nose online for it because people snatch it up within five minutes. I'll give you a perfect example: the Majora's Mask 3DS XL. Oh fuck that thing! I know, so I know, I know, I know. It, it 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 destroyed multiple segments of the market in multiple places. Um, it got restocked today. It got restocked at GameStop. Courtesy of $329 bundles, including the 3DS, the Majora's Mask game, the guide, and two other games. And the damn thing still, still sold out. Yeah. And never you mind the Majora's Mask Collector's Edition with the Skull Kid figure and all that other stuff. Same deal. Basically, anything Nintendo is now ridiculous collector craziness that everybody decides to buy 10 of and hawk them on ebay and and i was trying to make an a, a um a connection between this i actually pitched something and unfortunately uh the the 
the outlet I pitched to was already planning something similar. Uh, basically kind of tying these things together and saying, hey, the Amiibo craze kind of set this thing off. Because even though we've had rare-ish kind of 3DSs or DSs in the past that are different colors or whatever, it's never been this ridiculous. I mean, you've been retail for a long time. You've never yeah. seen anything this stupid, have you? Oh. Since, since before... Okay, that's, that's a stupid question. Okay, I used to work at McDonald's, man. I had to dig through so many boxes for soccer moms for these same damn motherfuckers that are now 20 years old when they were like 10 and not, tw- not 35 because they had to go through and they were getting those McDonald's teeny beanie babies. Oh, God. It's true. There was a doc- there was a documentary on not too long ago about about a family who bought like something hundreds of thousands of dollars in Beanie Babies, and and after the bubble burst, now they're just stuck with a whole shed full of shitty Beanie Babies. Nobody wants. <sighs> it's the same problem. I don't know. I think I think Amiibos. Some of them will retain their at least some of their value, but if you're if you're collecting it. For the sake of like getting, <laughs> you know, getting rid of your mortgage, you're doing it wrong. Um, you're better off investing in the stock market than you are buying amiibos. And I and I think that's true for gaming collectibles in general. Like a lot of people fall into this trap. I myself fall into it sometimes, where I'll go online and I'll see, and, and this is hilarious, right? Because these hardcore gamers that go to these specific forums, if something is out of stock on Amazon, they panic. Because apparently if it's out of stock on Amazon, that means it'll never, not only, not only is it gone, but it'll never come back and it is now worth like 150 bucks. And this can be a game, this can be a, a collectible, it can be anything related to gaming. These people will start threads about it and go crazy. Go absolutely nuts. And there was a time, it was not the moment that I'm most proud of in my life, when I would read these threads and go off and buy these things. Um... Now they're sitting in a pile. Actually, I'm looking at it across the room where I'm trying to sell Charging them on you. Amazon. Charging you, hating you. No, it's not because they don't. They have no feelings. Yeah, they're they're fully wrapped niche Japanese games. Because I'll tell you what, the PlayStation Two when it transferred over to PlayStation Three, those last few JRPGs got bumped up like crazy. Same thing with the SNES to the original PlayStation. Same thing with the original PlayStation to the PS2. PS3 to PS4, that did not happen. They're still releasing PS3 games, and the ones that do come out, even the ones with limited print runs, because of the day one digital, aren't worth that much money. It's kind of sad. Yeah. Yes! So, let's have a more uplifting topic. I don't know. Uh, more uplifting? You mean like Kojima and Konami's sloppy divorce? <laughs> you know, between that, Terry Pratchett dying and Jeremy Clarkson getting kicked off Top Gear, I really don't like the last week. I know. I really don't. It's been really sad. So, for those that have been living under a rock, this is the latest in a long line of major auteur Japanese creators basically thumbing their noses up at their company and leaving. Um... That said, we're not sure whose fault this is, but here's what we do know. Um, Sometime this week, earlier this week, uh, people started to notice that 
all of the marketing materials and the official website for Metal Gear Solid V The Phantom Pain, suddenly lost the uh, Hideo Kojima game um, text. All of a sudden, it, it just started getting photoshopped out everywhere. Then, the Twitter changed from Kojima Productions to Metal Gear underscore EN. Um, then, finally, after speculation, Konami released a statement saying that... Um, actually, no, I'm wrong. An insider contacted Kotaku, which then was picked up everywhere. Either Kotaku or GameSpot. One of the two was first. Um, saying that Kojima has been kicked out of Konami. He and his team have limited access inside corporate network and will no longer be allowed to promote the game. And uh, they will be kept on as contractors until the game ships in September. Yeesh. Yeah. So nobody really knows what happened if he rubbed an executive the wrong way. If they uh. just, you know, I don't know. It seems very sudden. It seems like somebody uh, somebody broke protocol or dishonored their boss and or was forced to seppuku. And I don't know like what happened, but I do know whoever gets this story is going to be drowning in clicks. Everybody is very, very excited. Or, or no, I shouldn't say excited. Excited <laughs> is a bad word. Everybody is upset and really wants to know what's going on because... There's so much speculation everywhere. Kojima's official, like, un- unofficial, like, his personal account, his personal Twitter has also gone completely dark since the 18th, which is when all this crap went down. So. <sighs> Between that and other news, I'm just depressed. Why can't people get along, at least until the season is done? Sorry. Well, it's. I feel. See, here's the thing. I, like I feel bad for Silent Hills. I don't know if oh. you've seen the trailer or you've played the trailer or you've seen the E3 preview that happened after that. I am aware that of the scariness. That looks I like... ridiculous. And now yep. we we don't know what happened to it, if anything happened to it. They already hired the, the Left for Dead guy. They've already been working on it for a while, so there's a chance that it'll still be released because Konami doesn't want to waste all that money. Um, how involved... Kojima is is a question, right? Because Kojima also got credit for uh, Castlevania Lords of Shadow, and he was only tangentially involved. So nobody really knows. Everybody just kind of assumes it's canceled, but nobody really knows for sure. And honestly, Kojima's the the latest in a long line of people that have recently left Konami. Um, Tak Extreme Fuji left last year, and, and if you don't know that reference, that was because this guy... Became an internet meme. Look up Konami Extreme on YouTube. You'll you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, the Love Plus guys, who don't matter as much to us, but overseas it's a big deal. And of course, my personal favorite, and this is the saddest one for me, Koji Igarashi, who was the Castlevania, um, the Castlevania lead during the the Symphony of the Night and the the DS games. But after the third DS game didn't sell so well. They stuck him in the boredom room, which, for those that are familiar with Japanese oh, business God. logic, they put them in a room where they are basically told, just work on whatever you want, we don't care, uh, we're going to bore you into quitting. So eventually he just quit. Um, a lot of people are leaving Konami, uh, and that's not surprising. People are kind of wondering what that means. Well, for those that don't know, um, 
most of the money that Konami makes is on mobile games and, believe it or not, health clubs. In Japan, they own a lot of health clubs. And it's bringing in more money along with mobile than AAA games. So they're kind of divesting in, or de-investing in games in general. Well, if that's what they want to do, I mean... (sighs) Here's the best part. This whole thing, Konami did finally release a statement saying, we are now looking for a group of people to help us bring the next vision of Metal Gear to life. Basically saying, it's, it's, it's the typical rebound... Um, from from oh, a nasty divorce, that. right? They did the it's same like, thing. We don't need you. We don't need you. We got this. We got so, this. I can get whatever I want, right? I I don't need you. I can go be with them or them or them. See, the funny it's, thing is, it's so it's it's so weird for being such a corporate move. It seems so emotional. See, the same thing is happening. The exact almost same thing happened yesterday with the BBC when they decided to not renew the contract for a host of a very entertaining show, Top Gear, uh, one Jeremy Clarkson. And they said almost the exact same thing. He is the guy who revamped that show. He's been the number one face of it. He got a little stupid drunk, punched a producer, turned himself in. They fired him. And that was a little bit more public, but they basically said, now the challenge is finding the excitement for next season of Top Gear. Oh. Yeah, see, I, I, I didn't know about what the deal was. I just saw it blow up on Twitter. I don't follow Top Gear, so I was a little lost. It's, exa- it's like, it's, it's like Konami for people. It's like the exact same thing that happened with Konami or what's his name from uh, those ninja games. Oh and yes, 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 yes. Yep. Yes, yep. it's like that Itagaki. but for normals. Itagaki. It's like, it's like that, but for normals. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. And honestly, the Dead or Alive series hasn't been the same since Itagaki was at the helm. It feels strange, but maybe that's my imagination. I, and they did change the art style too, but I don't think it's better or worse. I just think it's different. Anyway, we'll move on. To a more somewhat interesting, uh, what have you been playing for the week? I've got a lot to talk about, um, so let's have you go first. Oh, what have I been playing? Well, I've been playing Destiny, and I can't level up past level twenty-two to save my life. We got it. We got to play together then. That's what it is, because we can go in together. Because if we don't go in together, you're gonna have shitty strikes, and it's just not gonna go well. No, but there's another thing you have to do. There's another thing you have to do to get new armor, and I'm not doing it. I even Googled it. I had to Google to figure out a bungee game. I, I don't know how to feel, but I had to Google it. Oh, no. And I did, and and there were naughty pictures of, hunt, of uh, hunters, and it was really, really hot. And, and, and yeah, and that was that's where I ended. And, uh, oh. yeah, so I've been playing lots of lots of... Uh, that and uh, I've actually been away from my video game system, so I have a pretty decent upgrade. I've heard to my PS4. I'm about to download. Yeah, um, it. I haven't poked around in it too much, but it 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 does finally enable some of the things that have been promised for, uh, since the damn thing launched. Yeah. 
Yes. Anything else? Nope. If uh, not, then I'm about to lay into... What have you been playing? Final Fantasy Type-0, a game oh. that I have been looking forward to since 2011 when it launched on the PSP and 2012 when they told us that it would never come. But but you were one of like the five people that had a PSP. I was, is. yes. Yeah. And it was even hacked. So I could have actually went and got it and played it and what have you, but I didn't. Um, after a while, I just kind of lost interest in it, and then when I heard they were doing a full HD remaster, um, or remake at the time, I believe it was announced, um, I was super excited. The problem is, this game was very, very much, um, very much limited by its hardware. And even though they they made it next-gen only, right, so they prettied up the hell out of the main characters, the environments, the NPCs, some of the some of the stuff going on in the backgrounds, all of those were just uprest. Right? So so they took they took the PSP version and said we're gonna chop out all the main characters and put in the very stiff but highly texturized models and everything else is gonna look like it was put through a bad emulator. That's so it's very jarring when you see a conversation between one of these main characters and one of the derpy NPCs. It's, that's pretty funny, I'm not going to lie. Second thing uh, is the gameplay mechanics are very tied to the fact that it is portable. So every time you go out of an area which takes you like you know about 10 seconds to walk through, there's a loading screen. It's a quick loading screen, but there's still a loading screen. Okay. You've got a time limit in between mandatory missions, which means that once you're, once a certain amount of time has passed, you have to go on a mission, which you have to leave your kind of home base to go out and do something. What? Here's the problem. When you're in your home base getting ready, there are a bunch of cutscenes by talking to certain people. Those cutscenes eat up time. So what ends up happening is you'll either miss some of the cutscenes, which actually do really cool story things. Dude, I can totally hear that TV. You need to turn it down. Hold on. It's kind of funny. It's awfully bad. Better? Yeah. Is that me? Yeah, that's better. All right. So, let's see. So we've got, let's see. So either either you miss the cutscenes... Or they eat up time and force you into the into the mission prematurely. Got it. Um, which is a big pain in the ass. Then on top of that, you've got the requests, which are you know the NPCs say, "Hey, I'm pissed off that there are all these freaking bombs or evil eyes out in the open. Why don't you go out to the plains and kill five of them and then report back to me?" Okay. Oh my god, that's like Destiny. Two problems with this in Destiny. Every time you leave the tower, it doesn't subtract six hours from your mission counter. Okay? Secondly, you can only take one request at a time. So what happens when you have, a, like, five guys in your mm, hub guys. world? Yeah, burgers and fries. Um, in your hub world with all, with each having a different, different beef with a different enemy. This guy wants you to kill bombs. This guy wants you to kill evil eyes. This guy wants you to kill Magitek armor. And yes, they do have Magitek armor. This guy wants you to kill 
um, corals. They know what I like. Right? Corals. Okay. So you've got all these different requests, and you can only accept one at a time. So you have to go out, lose six hours, kill the bombs, come back, get the second quest, go out, kill the evil eyes, come back, go out again, kill the chocobos, come back. Like, it just... Actually, I don't think I've ever had to kill a chocobo. Anyway, um, so this is what... This is what happens. You burn through your time. You can't see everything that the game wants you to see. And, might I add, you've got 14 playable characters from the outset. None of which have any personality. They're all in school uniforms. That sounds pretty silly. It's pretty silly. (laughs) And, and... Oh. And... Oh. The costume designer... Oh. It was a woman <gasps> whose job <gasps> was specifically Ooh. to model the pantsu of all of the female classmates, and they are all different. And she has done interviews talking about which ones that she likes the most. This is when my eyes rolled. And oh. I died a little bit inside. At least they're authentic and something that like she would totally wear. And not just the wet dream fantasies of a, of, a, of a teenage boy. These were lovingly crafted by what I can only presume is a very proud lesbian Japanese woman. I have no idea whether that's accurate or not, but I do know she was very proud of her work. I'm proud of her work. Some would say I'm stand-up proud of her work. Ow, ow! That's right. But- Type Zero is kind of on a completely different level. It's just, it is a Final Fantasy game, but it doesn't really feel like one. It it feels very disjointed. Okay. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Lisa is not sleeping for days at a time playing it, because during the day we're getting ready to go to our expo this this weekend and 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 uh, like display our stuff running on a Wii U, which is going to be freaking awesome. And during the night, she's playing <laughs> Type Zero. Um, so, <laughs> she's almost done with it. I've still got quite a ways to go. Um, it is nice to have a world map again. Mm. It's, uh, it's a strange pick. It's a strange game that doesn't feel quite at home on the next-gen consoles that they sent it to. But I'm still glad we got it. I I would give it like a 7. It's a good game. It's not a very good Final Fantasy game. And and the biggest issue for me is is kind of this disjointedness with the PSP visuals and you know some of the gameplay quirks that are clearly remnants of it being a portable game. I have no words. The 15 demo that came with it, I haven't played it. I have it installed. I am grateful it exists. Um, I've heard great things. I haven't gotten around to getting through it yet. I'm going to play it. I'm going to have fun with it. I'm saving it as a reward for completing Type-0, because if I, play, if, if I play that first, it's I'm not going to go back to Type-0. So. I'm glad your demo was worth $60. And it apparently... wasn't $60. It was $100. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I got $100. the Super Uber Collector's Crazy Edition with the manga and the steel case. And the you stuff. do realize you're like... You know, that's the funny thing about video games. If I get a really shitty steak, I could say, send it back. 
but or I could like go get something else. But you you spend so much on this game that you have to find a hundred dollars worth of entertainment out of it or die trying. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I don't hate it. <coughs> I don't hate it. There. I mean, the Pansu are so. Uh, you know. <laughs> it it it's so wrong, but it makes so much sense when you see that it's a freaking school school class. I just like I I died a little bit inside when I heard that. I was just like, why why Japan? Why? <laughs> I will defend Japan to my dying day, and yet sometimes I don't understand them. I, I, listen, in a game with that much attention to pantsu detail, can't possibly suck. I mean, they 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 basically <laughs> said, "Hold on, guys, we have this game on lockdown. We have eight more months. We need to make this game better. We need to get someone to design our pantsu." <laughs> And then that's how they spent the last eight months of development. Oh, God, this explains Final Fantasy XIII so well. Well, they did have... (laughs) There was a podcast where they talked to the one person whose job it was to make rocks. So the fact somebody was in charge of Ponsu isn't that ridiculous. Oh, my God. Yep. And a year of frickin' rocks and grass... Oh, God. I can't even remember any rocks or grass in that game. Did he, like, design a garden somewhere? I have no idea. Yeah. I'm guessing maybe it was um, just Pulse. It was like a a rock somewhere. If you haven't played Final Fantasy XIII, halfway through, you go onto the the wildlands of the, the, the planet outside of your... outside of Cocoon. Oh, bullshit. That trick only works once. a lot of natural stuff. That trick only works once, my friend. They did that seven, six games ago. That only works once. Well, they did it again, so whatever. Um, So what else do I have? I've got Bloodborne, but I haven't started it yet because I'm scared to. All right, here's, here's the problem with Bloodborne and all the Souls games, right? I admit it. I bought into the Dark Souls hype. I finally figured that shit out after starting the game, getting through the... And this is Dark Souls 1 I'm talking about back on the 360. I figured it out. I got through the dead village or whatever the hell that is at the beginning of the game. I didn't go down into the swamp. I knew better. I'm going along. I'm doing my thing. Oh, hey, look. A gigantic minotaur. All right. I can do this. Oh, shit. I'm running low on health. I'm going to climb this ladder and get away from the minotaur so I can heal. Nope. Minotaur jumps up as I'm climbing the ladder, slashes me in the face, I go down, I lose about three hours worth of progress, and I just say, fuck this game. And I gave yeah. up. The scariest thing, the Minotaur isn't even close to the most obnoxious boss in that game. He's the easy one. People enjoy the pain of Dark Souls. I haven't bought into that idea yet. People enjoy getting their nuts stamped on by stilettos by a very attractive blonde woman named Olga. It doesn't mean it's for me. <laughs> well, that's definitely not for me. <laughs> um, yeah. But as far as gaming goes, or its gaming equivalent, I will say, um, I really want to like Bloodborne. And I want to like Bloodborne because the art direction is different. 
I love the creepy steampunk Victorian horror movie vibe it's got going on. Um, I saw my friend play through part of it today, and I saw him beating up on this boss, right? And the same bullshit happens. He gets the boss down to 25%. The boss goes Super Saiyan, turns into a fucking werewolf, chomps his face off. You died. Boom. Down. All his XP gone. I'm just... Oh, God. Why? Mm. I don't want to start it. If I start it, I want to record the shit out of my reactions as I get demolished. Like, it, if we can figure out a way to actually have, like, you and I commentating... I want, to, I want to do fun things. If a game is actively trolling me and making me do it over and over again, I don't want to play it. I played Bubsy in the 90s. <laughs> I'm done with hard games. <sighs> I'm good. Oh, yeah, Bubsy. I remember Bubsy. Huh. That that sounds about as fun as beating that Minotaur, or trying to. What if Bubsy is the Minotaur? Oh, wow. Meta. So meta. So, I think that's about it for what we've yes. been playing. Um, oh, hey, there's another pop-up. Continue recording, please. Um, so, what... Uh, I did want to give one quick shout-out before before leaving here. Um, Lisa and I will be giving talks at GlitchCon this weekend at the University of Minnesota, where yes. we will be exhibiting Astral Breakers, our puzzle game, running on a Wii U. Uh, this is pretty exciting. We are very close to release. Um, we just have to get through all the paperwork and all that fun stuff, but Nintendo has provided us with a, a kit to be able to display our game and take it out and have people kind of give it a test run with the gamepad and design their constellations and all that other fun stuff. So um, really looking forward to that. It'll be a fun time. I'm giving a talk. Yeah, the 13-year-old me just freaked the hell out because I'm giving a talk on a panel with the guy currently in charge of Killer Instinct. Um, and we're going to be talking about, along with a, a prominent tournament organizer here in the Midwest, uh, Rick, who's in charge of... Uh, um, well, it's called Combo Breaker now, but it was Ultimate Fighting Game Tournament series uh, in Chicago. Uh, so he's going to be up there, too, and we're just going to kind of shoot the shit about fighting games. So it's pretty exciting. Um, awesome. And that's pretty much it, guys. Uh, this is this has been a hour-long angst cast. We haven't had an hour-long angst cast in a while. This has actually turned out pretty well. Yes. I would concur. Anything else you want to add before we close out? St. Louis barbecue is not Texas barbecue. That I know, because I've been to St. Louis. Yeah, it's and I just was. Also, holy hell, there are parts of St. Louis that are like, it's like, holy shit, it's Detroit. Yeah. It's just recursive. It's frightening. That's all I got to add. All right. So that said... You can follow me on Twitter at A-N-G-S-T-Y-G-A-I-J-I-N. And my partner? No Pants Kid, who needs to start tweeting more at No Pants Kid. No space, no pants, no mercy. No mercy. And until next time, stay angsty. Take your pants off, ladies. Ow!